cloud data security, antivirus software, and the next Apple Watch. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel wraps up its discussion of the security of cloud stored data and whether you need to be concerned. Then we talk about some of our favorite antivirus software and wrap up with a discussion of Apple's far out event from the Apple Watch perspective. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Well, and let's be fair. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of of the Redmond company by any means, but right. they have the same problems that Slack yeah. does, that Discord right. does, that you know, any one of the of the, the business to business services out there. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you can find pretty much anybody to do just about anything you want for your company. Um, you know, at at this point. It's just a matter of what's it going to cost and does it meet your needs? But right. they all usually involve having some of your information go somewhere on sitting on somebody else's servers. And so, right. you know, this is because I, I know I'll get an email saying, you know, what will, well, why are we talking about some of this stuff on Mac Voices when it's really not, you know, an Apple Mac kind of thing? Well, yeah, it, it is. is. I mean, because it it, I, I use Dropbox <clears throat> and, I, and I like Dropbox, I use iCloud. Um, you know, and I, I did want to go back and comment on something Eric said, um, because he was talking about the photos. I, I've I've become increasingly addicted to using um as some of Apple's programs like numbers, like pages, but also the service, the third-party services that support iCloud, because that way my my uh files are always synced up to date on everything. So I have a couple iPads, a couple laptops, and a, and a desktop. And everything, you know, syncs across iCloud so that when I go to open those files, it's not even like it's in Dropbox. It's right there, you know, it, within the uh, the iCloud folder, if you will, for that app. Might not be the way we've managed things in the past. And honestly, it took me a while to kind of get comfortable with that idea. But the more I the more I work with it, the more it's like, yeah, this may be a better way to to go. The only thing it doesn't isn't real good for is saying, okay, I have a project, I have a folder for a project, and everything involved in that project goes in that folder. Yeah, that that presents a little bit of an issue, but not insurmountable by any means. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if, you know, again, it's it, interesting sets of discussions here. Uh, Webb, I did want to ask, with, and, I, and I don't want to, I don't want you to reveal anything you shouldn't, but, I mean, you, you said, you were talking about Office 365, are you, do you feel like you're moving toward the cloud or are you just utilizing the cloud at this point for different things than maybe you have in the past? Um, more and more so going to the cloud, but I wouldn't say it's predominant in, in my world. Um, but here again, it goes back to this personally identifiable information that we have. You know, we've got checking accounts, social security numbers, and all this other kind of stuff. So we really want to keep that buttoned down as much as we can. So we keep that local. Okay. Um, and like I said, even though we keep it local, we still get constantly banged on all the time. Um, and um, 
have our cybersecurity engineers. You know, it, it, cyber it, in in my corporate world, um, uh, we have different committees, board level committees. We got a compensation committee, an executive committee, and now the new one. It's a cybersecurity committee, which is an offshoot of, of audit, which is all external outside board members, and we we have to give uh, uh, constant reports to the board of directors as to what our cybersecurity stance is and how many times we've been hit on, pinged on. Um, so so we, I'm not saying that we not going to the cloud, but it's, it's slow. Uh, it's not the predominant use that we have. That may be smart because that way you can feel your way along, figure out, you know, where the problems are. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of delighted to hear that it sounds like the, uh, the, the, Technology for you all is uh, technology and security is a C-suite issue because I think there are too many companies oh, yeah. that still. You and I would say, "Oh yeah," everybody here on this panel would say, "Oh yeah," because we're technologists of of one stripe or another. But there are too many companies that just don't see it that way. That you know, that they just want to hire somebody and say, "Yeah, this is what we needed to do." Now you figure out how to do it, make it work. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I like to tell people that let's go downstairs look at all the blinky lights. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Then they get impressed with that. You know, the more they, the faster they blink, the more impressed they get. So, oh, there you go, there you go. Get a strobe; they'll have a yeah, they'll have a stroke. <laughs> um. So one other one other listener question came up that I think was an interesting one, and I think we've maybe touched on it occasionally, but it's always good to revisit it. Um. What are your recommendations for antivirus software, or or the like? Um, and what are you using? What do you recommend, you know, to folks that come to you and say, I need something or I want something? Um, and that, you know, obviously, since we're Mac people, that's that's what we would be talking about is the Mac antivirus. Andrew, I'll go. I'll, I want to start with you because, you know, you you probably keep an eye on this, this stuff closer than any of the rest of us because it's what you do for a living. So I know you said just Mac. I do want to say... Um, as far as I remember, because in the past I did use Windows, I had, you know, Windows PCs growing up. Um, back then, I on Windows, I've used, you know, Advast, uh, AVC, um, or I don't know, Panda, whatever, I don't remember. Um, on the Mac, uh, I did used to use Malwarebytes. That's probably on the, the PC too. And I yeah, think I that's that's a good piece of software. There is a, a paid version. I think most, if not all of them are paid now, but Malware Bryce does have a, a good free version too. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm using a MacScan. Uh, is is one that I'm using. I'm I'm happy with it. It, it you know it's antiviral, but also the malware side that's uh, is probably just as prevalent and try to keep on top of that. So uh, that's what I'm using. And then that doesn't include all all the stuff that uh, on this particular computer that if when I go into my VPN, I got all kinds of uh, tools that I have to use uh, for that um, uh, just to keep track of everything. So, but uh, as a personal user, Mac scans my 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 candy of choice. Yeah, I, I use um I use MacScan I use, and I also use Malwarebytes, um you know and and of course their clean my Mac is also in there, 
Yeah, so there's there's nothing that says you have to use just one. Uh, and and I know that in the past there have been a number of studies done that they'll run one and they'll say, you know, it it found this, but it skipped these. Uh, and then they ran another and it would well, missed the first the ones it, it picked up some of the ones the first one did, it missed some others, and it found some new ones. So I'm kind of a firm believer in having multiples because um, it's it's just not that big a burden anymore. And our Macs are now so fast that where there was a time that that kind of, those kind of programs slowed things down yeah. and they were no fun. And, you know, it, you ended up turning them off just because they were annoying. Those days are pretty much gone. I can't say that I notice any performance when I turn anything on or off, any performance difference, excuse me, when I turn anything on or off. David, how about you? Well, I generally don't run antivirus software on my Mac. Um, I, I do use Clean My Mac uh, 10, which has uh, got some good uh, and uh, malware removal tools and such uh, with that. Um, um, corporately, there's you know, McAfee still being used out there. It's a, it's a dirty word, honestly, because it's, it's just bloatware, honestly. And so is Norton. <laughs> the two, the, 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 the Knuckle and head, I call those two. They're just so bad. <laughs> uh, um, but you mentioned some of the others, others out there. Uh, Bitdefender is pretty, pretty popular. Uh, Vast, you you mentioned F Secure is another one. Um, so there, there are a few out there. Malwarebytes is a good, good choice to to be scanning for that. But Clean My Mac does it great. And if you have set up, you already get Clean Clean My Mac as uh, as part of that. So um, that's pretty much my regiment when it comes to comes to that but we need to be safe citizens too and don't go to those uh, bad websites and those be careful bad not places. to click on things then be and be more vigilant of uh, phishing scams and uh, don't click things you know, when you get to those those interesting uh, stories and then all of a sudden you go down below and you got all those ads below they're saying that oh these are ads and then it's all garbage and i forget the name of some of those i don't want to mention them um you get those photos at the bottom there is oh look this person did this and you click it and it's of course a bunch of advertising and potential garbage so just i think if you're if you're if you're a smart person when you're on the uh, on the internet and and just be be careful i i you um it, it, you're 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 good i mean it's it's just it's super important i mean i shared off us the other day about that paypal scam that uh that uh brian krebs that sarah shared in the uh, uh, krebs on security that was just gosh just horrible um easy to to, to fit get someone fish to to think that you are you have this money and you want to get a refund on a, on paypal and then you know the same the same crazy stuff that i watching some of those scammer uh uh, YouTube channels are, are fun to watch sometimes when they, they, they play around with those guys from India and then, then they actually get in their computers and erase things too. So, uh, uh, so that, that's, that's pretty much where I, my, my position is on, on the security. Uh, I think clean my Mac is, is probably about the ones I use the most. Yeah. Um, when this was posted in, or when it was the inquiry was posted to our, uh, Mac voices Slack, um, Warren came back. He couldn't be with us tonight, um, which is why the conversation has stayed sane. Um, but, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but he mentioned Detect X, so that might be another one that you want to look into. Um, he also, I, I'm not familiar. David, do you know? He said MBAM. I don't know if that's supposed to be uh, MBAM free. I don't know what that is. So, um, Warren, you you stumped us. Yeah, I, I, I tried to put it in, but I didn't get anything in Google, so... 
I'm not sure what that was. MBAM was also part of, um, that's an acronym for Microsoft SpitLocker too. So I'm not sure if oh. he was talking about that. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Microsoft BitLocker Administration and Monitoring is what that acronym goes for. So I'm not sure if there's something else that he's talking about, unless it's malware bytes. I wonder malware about malware bytes. Any uh, any malware that could be it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, but BitLocker is more encryption. Encryption. So yeah, guy, you've gotten uh, awfully quiet here. Um, and 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 you work in a security area. Um, do you have any overriding concerns about it? And if so, what do you use? Well, I, I missed a lot of what other people were saying because I was dealing with this this guy that got four hundred dollars off Amazon, and, and I'm you know having to talk to to this guy. He's got a weird accent, uh, but I'm dealing with that on a separate basis. Uh, I basically just use malware bytes and um, clean my Mac when, and I run it like maybe okay. once a month to see if anything's come in. Um, the max security is, is, is pretty, pretty damn good. And pretty much everything that it's ever found has been attachments to email that were, won't really affect the Mac. It would affect, you know, older versions of windows and stuff like that, but it's not really going to do anything to my Mac unless I'm like really just super insane and start clicking on stuff and, and putting in my, my system passwords and all the rest of that. Um, as far as, as far as my, my work environment goes, they have switched over to a, a big cloud service as well. They don't really host their own stuff anymore. Right. And I was very skeptical when they did that. And I don't have a problem with admitting that I was wrong things are running much smoother now and we don't have a lot of the same problems that we did for, you know, the 10 years or so that we were dealing with XP and seven and 10 and eight and all the rest of the little acronyms that, uh, that go along with the problems that sometimes come up in corporate America with windows. And most of those problems have now gone away and our service is much better. Support is much better. And so I, I, can't really complain that much about it. That's why I was pretty much being quiet. It was like, the things are working. So, okay. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting. I mean, when I run this stuff, I, I will occasionally get a positive hit. And of course, you know, your heart skips a beat when it does. And then you look at, look into it. And usually it's something that is embedded or came with a Microsoft file. And if you look a little farther, it's usually something that, you know, had a macro involved. And, you know, a lot of that stuff has been locked down by Microsoft, but, you know, you still, if I go back into old emails or old attachments, things can still get triggered that way. And that's always a little exciting. So, hey, Guy, I have, I have a great idea for you. You know, you okay. become, become a malware vendor and, you know, load up a website. And because I just checked for you, microphoneporn.com is available. that would that would complement vert shark nicely yeah yeah yeah. the centerfold would be mic mates (laughs) yeah and which which kind of brings us full circle back to the discussion of the iphone 14 because you're talking about how you went from the iphone 8 to the 13 i believe it was no the se or i went to an se okay but in because i didn't want to go with face id so Okay, 
I can understand that. But in those intervening years, how many microphones did you buy? <laughs> many, many. Yeah, many. I have probably. You lost count after a hundred. <laughs> well, you know the the crazy thing. My son guy is now getting into um, video. He's he's a content creator for a company down in Richmond, and he was talking about oh they just don't seem to know what they're doing with audio and blah blah blah. It was like, okay, I can set you up. So I gave him my old. Um, uh, it was um. Oh, who makes that? It starts with a B. Uh, Behringer oh, UMC two hundred four HD, which is an Behringer. audio interface. Uh, a couple of Sennheiser E eight thirty five microphones and stands and and all that. And it, honestly, it was probably like five hundred dollars worth of stuff. But it was like, well, I'm not using it, so here you just take it and have fun. Uh -huh. So, so yeah, so I have I have three less microphones now. So I'm <laughs> out of that 150. I was going to say, so, yeah, yeah so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to start hitting Amazon pretty quickly here. You know, so I'm going to start Jones and like, I'm going to start sending them links every time I get pop up microphones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all those EA35s that I had were, were really part of the portable setup that I took the first couple of times to Mac stock. And um, I've, evolved a bit since then but of course it's not like i can sit there and tell guitar center or whoever i bought those microphones for three years later so it's like i don't need these microphones anymore can i just get my money back for them you know for some reason they just don't they don't, no. don't buy that argument i don't think any retailer yeah. would but that's okay. yeah so yeah. i've uh i've i've basically tried to find uh good homes for unused microphones you know it's it's almost like it's, it's almost like i'm running a kennel for microphones so <laughs> you know all of your microphones that don't have a home i'll take care of them yeah setting up a post office box right now for you to send yeah p.o box send me your mics yeah <laughs> this edition of mac voices is supported by our patreon subscribers and mac voices after dark ever wonder what happens before the mac voices live shows or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes that's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. Um, so let's take it full circle and bring it back to next week. Um, what else do we expect to see or want to see from the Apple event? I mean, this is always traditionally the iPhone event, but will we see anything else significant, do you think? Apple Watch, for sure, I think. Yeah, I think Series 8 is going to come out. I don't know. I, I just, from the rumors they're saying, I don't see it being any crazy changes between the Series 7 and the Series 8. There had been some kind of scarce rumor. I'm a little worried that... Uh, the next model, the the watch bands might be a different size, which uh, I guess we we lasted what seven years without having a watch band size change. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But um, but the Apple Watch that I don't think is going to be overly exciting. Improved health, I'm sure, and uh, maybe blood. Well, they're talking about a, a a pro line on the watches too. And the pro one, yeah, there'll be a pro one for advanced fitness. What could you do with a pro watch? What I mean, advanced. what is these serious you know, fitness people. It help okay. you run faster and jump higher, you know? 
<laughs> well, then just call them all Steve Austin and call it a day. You know, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you just put pro at the end of something and it's like, okay, well, that makes it better. Uh, there has to be, there has to be some kind of substance there too. And if it's just improved stats, it's like, but well, you could do that with any existing Apple watch that's out there now. You know, what, uh, unless you're going to make the damn thing even bigger than it is, anything that you add to it at this point is going to require new and different types of sensors than what's, what's already in it. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. other than, other than just, you know, unless you take something out to put something new in, then I, I don't know. I, I just don't get why there was a need for a pro watch other than this is yet another new line for Apple to sell to you. Well, Guy, I wasn't, I agree with that, but I think to be fair about it, we have to see what it is. Yeah. Right. Well, of course, right. you know, but I, it, mean, because, I, yeah, I, I can't, I just can't picture what the hell would make it worth another 150 to $200 or however much they're going to charge. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I, other I than, agree. other than the watch and the phone, the only other thing I could think of that, that, I mean, they're going to talk about improved services. There's, you know, services is going to take a huge part yeah. of, of this presentation because that's like their fastest growing segment right now. Um, I would love to see a new Mac mini. I don't know if we will. Uh, and we've had recent iPad events. So I, I don't even know if, if, you know, what, what hardware is it that hasn't been updated in a while that would make sense to have it basically what is an iPhone event? Yeah, I don't. I see another event coming between now and the end of the year, and it'll probably oh, be a Mac sure. event. Oh, at least one, maybe two, yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm wondering what the HomePod's going to do. I don't think it's going to be next week, but uh, uh, I could see something evolve on the HomePod side too. Um, Actually, home a HomePod announcement would make more sense than a Mac or an iPad announcement. I think. Yeah. For next week. Yeah. Well, if they're ready though. Yeah. Eric, any thoughts? Um, that is an excellent question. Um, on the watch, I guess, I always thought that somewhere along the line, if they could, um, you know, adding a connector to the watch is what I see as being a, a future thing. Cause you can add a watch band that talks to the watch over Wi-Fi or Bluetooth and have a bunch of features in the watch band, uh, but something where it, in connecting into the watch, it could supply additional power or additional sensors or something like that. That would be something I would wish for. I don't think we're gonna see it, but that would be kind of cool. Or frankly, just having a wristband battery pack that would make sure my watch doesn't have to get recharged halfway through the day. Or halfway through the night, if you're using it for like sleep tracking and apnea, it was like, yes. right. Cause yeah. I've got sleep apnea, but I can't use my watch for it because by the time I get home from work and I'm getting ready to go to go to bed, my, my watch is almost out of juice. So I've got to put it on the charger. So how, you know, give me, give me a watch that'll last for two days so that I can get through a day and a night and have it do the sleep tracking stuff that they talk about. I'd I'd get a new watch for that. Well, the, the faster charging watch, that's been really nice. You know, being able to stick it on a charger for 
30 minutes while you're getting ready for bed and have enough power to at least make it to morning. Um, that, you know, that's been helpful. Um, um, yeah, yeah well, I was going to say, Guy, just buy a second watch, a morning, a day watch, and a night watch. <laughs> that's all I got to do. I'm, you know, just have two watches. Yeah, sell a couple microphones. Buy no, a, buy a second watch. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's crazy talk. Uh, and to, a little unrelated, oh, but uh, um, I have an Apple Watch and I put it on the charger at night, and it's one of these Belkin things where it sits up, um, and sometimes it doesn't connect, and I don't realize it till the next morning. Then I get to the office and I got tired of my phone being dead when I was at the office, which it wasn't every day, but it, once or twice every couple of weeks. So I ended up putting it, having another charger for my watch at the office as well as at home, which is just overly redundant. And, and I just, I really hate that. Uh, um, I don't want a bad mouth Belkin, but I really hate that charger um, that I spent 150 bucks on mm-hmm. you know, disappointed Ouch. in. So, yeah. But but the the story behind that story, Webb, that I find interesting is that you want to wear the Apple Watch that much. It's that important to you that you oh, are yeah. going to jump through that second hoop. So that's that's that may be that's fodder for another a whole other discussion. Um, and I want to make sure I give Andrew a chance to uh, to say because there's one thing that I haven't heard anybody else say. Uh, Andrew, I'm wondering if you're going to say it. Um, about the Apple Watch. No, about well, if you want to, but what 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 else we might see next week? Um, hmm. Like, I mean, well, I mentioned the Apple Watch because that's what you guys were saying. As far as I have read and written about, it sounds like the Apple Watch, you know, Series Eight Pro might be the the one last thing. Um. I think there might be an an October event. Maybe that's where the HomePod and things like the maybe a new iPad could come into play. Nobody has said Apple TV. Yeah, I mean it's been so scarce. So a discussion about it. I mean it's very possible. So no, been, and, I've and, been talking about it. Yeah, and it might it might slide in to a later event. Because that might be better paired with a home, any HomePod announcements, but I just have to wonder, you know, with all the focus we're we're seeing right now, I mean, it seems like I can't open the news feeds without, you know, this person signing up with Apple TV or Apple TV is releasing another season of this or that. I mean, there's so much stuff they're doing in that arena, and I don't, I, I'm not smart enough to know what they could do to the hardware box or dongle or whatever it would be. That would would enhance the experience for their own service, but if there How is anything, important is it anymore? Well, that's that's the question, when, guy. When you've got the Apple TV app coming out on every single smart TV that's out there now, yeah. So now, you know they've they've basically turned Apple T Apple TV is a service. Does it require and it no longer really requires specialized hardware to use it? So they've. They have neglected and ignored the Apple TV, and and I'm I would frankly be surprised if they ever release another one. Well, I guess we'll know in. I have in and a, I have two of them. I'm and I'm I'm delighted with both of them, uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know if they'll ever do another one. 
I, I just keep wondering if there's something they could do to to enhance the experience of their own programs with it. And, well, and I, I'm not even sure I know what I'm talking about. I mean, a couple of years ago, I wrote this article. There was this patent, I think it was, about there was some um, thing Apple did. It was a patent where they were, it sounded like maybe they were exploring the idea of turning the Apple TV into like more of a gaming console. And at the time, there was speculation that, you know, could this be the the Apple Arcade connected device or not so i mean maybe that could be the the like one last uh you know selling point differentiator for the apple tv physical device andrew that's a good point um you know because i guess last week we talked a bit talked a bit about games and you know and, and how netflix failed miserably um and so you know would would apple instead of instead of building a dedicated gaming box, would it make sense for them to build it into an Apple TV? I don't know. Well, I know one thing. I know that so far anyway, I've not received an invitation to go to Cupertino in person. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, um, and Webb had said something about, you know, people being back at the Steve Jobs Theater. Um, so, yeah. you know, Apple, I, I, I'm still available. If, uh, if there's a seat, let me know. Um, let's go around the room and uh, let uh, you all know where folks can find you, and then we'll get out of here. Um, and this time I'll flip it around and start with uh, Mr. Ginsburg. David, thanks for being here. Where can folks find you? Thanks for having me, Chuck. Um, you can find me at InTouch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com, YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. I'm on the Mac Show on the British Tech Network on Fridays and here on Tuesdays, and I'm on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you, David. Mr. Searle, you were definitely yes. a bright spot tonight. Thank you for being here. Uh, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me over on the MyMac.com podcast. They do almost every single week. I swear the audio will get better. I swear to God it will get better. New mic. Also, email address, guy at MyMac.com, podcast at VertShark.com. There's the VertShark YouTube channel, so you can like, share, subscribe. Did you see it the first time? Like, share, subscribe. It's all you got to do. It's so freaking easy. There's also Guy's Daily Drive, where I drive in my car on the way to work and say stuff live on Facebook because I can. Um, what else? I'm I'm I, I talk about Twitter. I am Mac Parrot and Vert Shark over on the Twitters, and then that's all the different ways you can get a hold of me. Great. Thanks for being here, Guy. Really appreciate it. Eric, um, where should people reach out to you uh, if if you're comfortable telling them where they can reach out to you? I'll be sitting in my garden weeding, weeding trying to <laughs> avoid mosquitoes, but uh, I can still be reached at EA Bolden um, or at EA Bolden on Twitter. That's probably the easiest. Um, EA Bolden at Mac.com. Um, yeah, that's Great. Lots of time with plants right now. Great. Well, hey, really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much. Andrew Orr, it's great to have you back. I hope you can make it uh, a little more often given your new <laughs> responsibilities, but you're always welcome. Uh, where can folks connect with you? Uh, you can find, find me on appleinsider.com. I'm writing about a, about a whole bunch of different stuff. 
Um, and then you can find me on Twitter at my personal um, account at Andrew or not. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks so much, Andrew. Making it back just in time for the for the <laughs> exit after having a little camera problem. What Bixby? Thank you so much for being here. What's uh, what's the best place for folks to find you? Uh, the best way is, um, it, like I said, I, I don't do a whole lot of social media, but uh, Web Bixby at either um, uh, Twitter or uh, um, Facebook, and also LinkedIn is probably a good place to find me. But that, that, there's where to there's where to track me. And don't tell me where all the cool kids go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Webb, thanks so much. And thanks for the extra effort there in getting back. I, I was a little worried we were going to just have to paste a st static picture of you up. Um, Sorry. So. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Hey, those things happen. Those things happen. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this usually Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. But next week, what was it? The Is it the ninth? Do I have that Seventh. right? Seventh. September 7th, we will be doing it on Wednesday night, September 7th, after the Apple event. So join us here. We don't, You've heard now what we think we might hear about and what we'd like to hear about. Now, then we'll be talking about what we actually heard about. And of course, you can find me um, as at Chuck Joyner on Twitter um, and at Chuck Joyner on Facebook as well and Instagram and pretty much everywhere else. So we are transitioning to Mac Voices After Dark. Um, we'd love to have you join us. That means you need to become a Mac Voices patron at patreon.com slash Mac Voices. And otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday after the event. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.